directions are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Good morning, good morning. When this hits uh, 75 gigawatts, whatever it is, my name is Joe, and this is the Millennial's Third Eye. And good morning. If you're hearing this on a recording, good day, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at. Hey, I hope you're having a good day. Welcome to a Millennial's Third Eye. I am a psychic, intuitive, metaphysical, motivational, inspirational. I try to be a little comedian sometimes, but hey, I'm here to talk about a lot of metaphysical things this time. And I wanted to start off with my own personal goals for 2020 and breaking things down on a different level so everyone else can understand on the plane of where we typically think. And we'll get into that in a minute. On this topic is making space for greatness on the metaphysical plane. Now, before we get into the actual aspect of making space and why and how it goes about it, <laughs> how it goes about it, like that, it starts off with duality. We have to learn what duality is. It's very simple. Without darkness, there's no light. Without negativity, there's no positivity or a negative charge or positive charge, masculine, feminine. There is an opposite balance to each in duality, the mirror. And in duality, the reason behind the actual metaphysical part and also this topic is because we have to first understand energy, the duality, the opposite, and why it affects us in manifesting in our reality. Before I get into that as well, I also want to talk about who I am, what I do, and Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I do psychic readings. I do free live readings as well. I do different variations of services. I help others with their spiritual gift and growth. And most of all, I bring a lot of comfort because of what we experience, we also project. And once we learn to take trauma and sadness, depression, and alter it and understand where it came from, we can then utilize it to help others and what they're going through. So when it comes to our environment, Energy comes from different aspects. It could start with a person's mood and energy. It could be coming from materials. It could be coming from possessions. It could be coming from many different avenues. And with duality, we understand that there must be balance or there could be progress from one to the other. With progress, as a chart in your mind, picture north, south, east, and west with arrows. Now, in each direction, you're going to have your mood going from left to right and up and down is essentially your choices. What are your progressional, positive, happy choices that we want to move up in? And right down the middle, in between that as a graph, there's progress. And this is what I would call the golden scale. This is what we ultimately need and want. And progress is a part of manifesting and also this topic today. So, Making space for greatness. When it comes to mind, I want you to think about a cup and a cup empty, a cup with water. Now, to make space, we can either dump the water out and put anything we want back in there. We can choose to put the same water. We can put juice. And look at that more as positivity coming in. Now, we can also make space and bring in negativity and think of something gross to put in your cup, I don't know, that you don't really want, that's a possibility too. Now, we're making space. This is actually about our environment. Your environment is also symbolically 
what internally you're feeling. And if you can understand that when we're in a depressing state or we're sad, we're not, we're not who we are on the normal levels. We're not going to do the same things. We're not going to be taking care of the same things properly. We might not do what we need to do for our own happiness. So when someone feels down or something's off, there's an expression in their environment, especially around people and mainly what's going on around them. But in the environmental state, the reason why it's great to remove things is because you're getting rid of what no longer needs to be a participant of your life. And understanding that the things that we have a hard time releasing, selling, removing, it can also be a symbolic reason internally of what you don't want to let go of who you are inside. Now, there's different points to go about it. Do I keep this? Do I keep that? Do I sell this? I don't know. This is what I want. It sounds like we're on the episode of like quarters or something. Don't take it that serious. Get to the point of, all right, let me get rid of clutter. When it comes to energy, what clothing we wear over the couple of years, what we carry in the, in the room, any decorations, anything that was gifted to us from someone or different energies from people on the material level. Imagine in your mind that each thing around you holds an energy. Crystals have an energy. There's an energy and vibration frequency within many things around us. But materials hold a frequency and vibration. Now, if these are holding negative or not positive energy, this is going to bring and participate in your environmental energy. So by making space and getting rid of things just alone, don't overthink the negative aspect, just making space alone. You're creating a blank can canvas. And with that blank canvas, you now are showing the universe on a positive scale that you're ready for new, that you're ready for progress, that you're ready for new beginnings. And this is a key part of manifesting because without one, there can't be the other. Without sadness, there can't be happiness. Without this, there is no that. And this is all aspects of progress. Symbolically, you're showing yourself, the universe, internally, that you're ready for new. That you're clearing out things. And if you even add intentional energy, which is something you should always be aware of, is your happiness, what your mood is. And when you put a good mood and happiness into what you're doing, you're going to reap the rewards of positivity and receiving greatness for yourself. When we actually think about things while we're physically doing something, mainly and perfectly, if you could do it when you're doing something happily that you enjoy doing, hobbies, anything, literally, it raises your vibration, it brings in good, good energy, and you're putting your intentional energy, even if you're cooking. As a chef, I could tell you, your thoughts do participate in the food. It's quite funny because there was one time I was mixing something up. And I was like, you're going to like this so much, you're going to want the recipe for it. And the waitress came back and she said, um, they, want, they want the recipe for this? They said it's so good. And I just laughed because intentional energy is a big deal. Cleaning your home. If you think about it, you're cleaning your home spiritually as well if you're physically doing that. Getting back to the space. It's not removing memories. It's not getting rid of things that you don't want to because it's just basically good times, pictures, photographs. Memories can be saved. 
But by making space for things, we are just simply allowing the sun to come in when the sun rises. It's bringing in all the things that you want, but you're making space symbolically for that. Now think about this as well. When it comes to hard decisions like work, you want progress. You want more money. You want a better title. But maybe that position is at another job. And there's a difficult decision to make for the unknown. You're excited. You were given the job offer. You have this opportunity. So now we have one aspect to the other, the yin and yang, duality. Within this aspect, there must be one for the other always. You're essentially leaving this job. I'm assuming you are. (laughs) You're leaving this job. You're getting rid of the old to bring in the new. This is a great topic for the new year, especially in 2020, because throughout experiences and what others go through and what I've gone through, and this is why I like to share different scenarios of what we all have been going through, but on the same topic, how do we get there? There's times where we have moments of depression and we feel like we can't make choices because we don't know what makes us happy anymore. We start to look at everything and question, where am I going? And we feel stuck. This is a trade-off because not only as within, so without, basically your internal emotions expressed externally through our reality, but there is also as above, so below. Through this hardship, we get to points where we no longer want to be in this mood anymore. We start to make decisions. We start to put ourselves first. We start to make solid choices because we no longer want to feel as above, so below. We want to be as above now. This is also the trade-off. You're making space. You're purging. You're addressing what no longer serves you and what no longer you want to accept as fears, worries, and doubts. So not only does this play a metaphorical way of your home environment decoration, it could be so many different aspects and avenues to job, to moving, to big changes in your life. But we must understand that making space for anything is able to bring in more positivity. This is also through our own learning consciously and mindfully. If you can understand that in our subconscious mind, we hold trauma, things that we don't know that trigger us, that make us feel where our ego is hurt. I was talking to someone I love really, really dearly and close to me. And they said, Joe, you know, can I talk to you for a minute? And then we're texting back and forth. I said, yes. And she said, you know, I've been really down. This is what I'm going through. And the same thing as we talked about just a moment ago. And she also extended the part of how she doesn't feel good enough and the scenario of a relationship she's in. And I want to understand and explain to her and everyone as well that's listening, if we can understand that without one, there's, no, there's not the other. To make space, we must get rid of the old and with the new. But on this level, we're just going to switch the words up, not just getting rid of the old, understanding the old that's still there that we need to just let out express, make peace with, whether it be our own self talking about it verbally, mentally, talking to someone, writing it down. But these are things that we can address in our own consciousness that we trade off once we understand why it's there and what it was doing to us. And for her, 
there was this insecurity because of how the other person was acting on their own interests. Nothing too wild. We're all different, and it wasn't anything intense. However, we do this where a trigger will bring up a past trauma that we're projecting now on this individual or current situation. If we can understand that this is our own self, this is our own thoughts, then we trace it back to the main seed that brought us to this moment, this moment of overthinking. Once we trace it back and we be patient with our own thoughts and intuition in mind, let it go back to what you first thought and where it came from. And this is mainly going to be an emotion that set off the thoughts. Those thoughts are going to be uncomfortable ones because the trigger has brought you to assumptions of negative memories and bringing it into the present of this time. If we can understand that, we can be quite honest with ourselves and trust it and be okay with it. And this is also releasing the old to bring in the new. With this concept and this idea, this metaphysical energy going through it all, it could be placed in many different avenues. Not only your physical reality, your mental, your consciousness, spirituality, it can answer questions for you so that you can progress in realistic forms instead of overwhelming yourself. Within that, manifesting is much more to this. And this is why I'm following the episodes with the keys is what we typically, I guess, hear and use or the tools you will need to put this all together and understanding your reality, your manifesting and the world around you. Feeling fears and worries. These are also mental spaces that hold room in our mind that we must go through in order to understand it, see it, release it, and be at an understanding of happiness. Fears, worries, and doubts are what we're placing on a blockage of subconscious mind, of our subconscious mind. At the moment of clarity, it's different because the subconscious mind at that point is, I'm not saying clear, we're different. We all have our own we're not perfect, right? We still have this. So on a, on a clearer, what's the word I'm looking for? This is real people. I got to use the words. At a different level than we are at this point, the subconscious mind eventually will connect to the conscious mind and not be against it. And right now, we're assuming that this person is going through their mindfulness and their training and their thoughts and being more aware. The subconscious mind is automatically defensive to treat you and remind you of the times that you felt pain, sadness, all these trauma, traumatic events, which is not easy. If we can understand this concept in different ways and put it in place on different um, subjects, it will be more clear for you to put this into practice. By making space, you're able to bring in new. By understanding what was in the way, you're able to let it go and make peace with it to bring in the next path ahead of you. Life must have progress in order to be happy, excited, appreciating, respectful, being someone that you want to be and we're whole to evolve. The environment must be happy and you, you must enjoy it. If you don't, follow your gut. 
Nothing is really easy. It's meant for us to learn and grow. I was listening to a, a YouTube video. I listened to a lot of motivational speaking, and there's ones that are mixed and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, big dude, you know. He was on there, and he was talking to a football team, and he was talking about how he always puts himself against the wall before something, you know, big is happening for him that he can enjoy or he can do something really well for himself. And when he puts his back against the wall, he's talking about how he remembers the hardship he went through through his life. Not only is this another form of removing the old in with the new, but this is also the form of duality to propel him or to propel us when we use this. If we can emotionally bring ourselves back as above, so below, we're going low to remember that, to feel it as it goes through your life on that timeline to now, to remember those times so that you don't fall into a comfortable state. This is propelling for progress. I want you to be able to hear the paper turn too. Like this is not like this is a cool podcast. I'm just another person in the world, and I want everyone to know that it doesn't have to be this perfect. Perfect to me and enjoyment. Just be yourself, and that's what I'm here to do. And I want you to smile as well. Laugh on the way to work. But like this dude is talking about some stuff. I don't know about it yet. Whatever it may be. But I hopefully you do understand it. And if not, I also respond to messages too. Make sure you follow me on Facebook and a millennial's third eye, and feel free to talk to me about anything. So to continue this, remembering the water in the cup, that space that's there, and these are choices as well. The cup of water is different levels of your decisions. Let's say a chapter of it. How you pour that water out in which direction for what reason is also participating in what's to come or what happens from there. But this is symbolically showing in your mind that we must remove something to have potential. Potential energy is still energy, what it could be. Kinetic energy is in motion. Little, little physics I remember, boom. So to keep in your mind as well, with duality, one and the other, Binary is also a code, ones and zeros. Uh, it's not get too crazy with the matrix and all that. Ones and zero, or one and zero, is the duality of, let's say, masculine and feminine, yin and yang, the one and the opposite. Opposites do attract, and it's not just relationships or friends or people. It's also for progress and the dreams that you want to bring in in your reality. So with that being said, with your intentional energy, with the knowing, with putting emotion into it physically, taking action, following your gut and removing things in your home, getting rid of it, selling it, passing it on, little by little, bringing in the new as it comes. Don't just go out and start buying stuff because there's room now. Be patient. Let life like kind of unfold in front of you. Make more memories to bring home. And if it's change of a home, you can be possibly thinking about moving. Now, for me, it's not a question. It's one of those things where you want to move. You want change. It's not something you're like, I don't know if I want to move. You know. 
and there's fear sometimes of the big change. What do I do? Do I buy a home? Do I rent? Do I move to a different state? Whatever you want to do. But usually with fear, it stops us because what could happen that's negative? What will people say? What about work? What about your boss? You get... Don't worry about that. But my point of overall is change must be one for the other. When this is coming up, to go into this change of removing the old in any scenario, first ask yourself, is this necessary? Ask yourself where your happiness is. And if you get excited about something that has changed or what you want to do, what brings you happiness? Or what you just want to do and change is stepping away from something and doing nothing. It must be for your emotion, your thoughts, you feel it. that You don't want to do this anymore. You want to do that. Fear is the second key to understanding where the change comes. Fear is your subconscious mind that's telling you, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. Be careful. You don't know what's going to happen. Remember this time when you failed? And failure, my friend, is still success. Failure is you taking motion and action to try. And by failing, you still succeed by knowing where do you go from there? So is it really failure? By understanding that fear is telling you don't do it and you feel stuck, understand that your spiritual mind is being blocked from liberation. Take care of your fear. Don't let it stop you because this will teach you, after all, what was blocking your heart, mind, spirit, and soul internally that whole time. For me, I worried about what people were thinking and feeling about my actions. People were questioning me. It doesn't really matter about that. I'm grateful for people that cared about me as well. But by my choices, I realized I was worried about what people would say if I did certain things. But overall, it was my happiness. For our happiness, we must ask ourselves, what do we want to change? And start with symbolically showing yourself in different methods, what can I do to let go of the old and bring in the new? If you're not sure about taking things out of your home, I mean, like it's a big topic right now about the whole conversation, remove things. I guess that's if you get to that point of, okay, yeah. But if you want to start off with writing things on paper, it's symbolically as well showing you in the world like a file in your mind. You're taking that file and putting it on paper and removing that pressure and weight. You're actually expressing. Expressing is another way to follow up with this because you're taking out what's emotionally bothering you or what you want to share that's positive. You're expressing, whether it be physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, artistically, but by expressing you're not holding it in. This is why closure is a big deal. This is why conversations of what's really going on for you, regardless of how you express it, everything happens for a reason. And by expressing it, you're releasing things that could be toxic later on. Choices are the next steps within this. Always be aware of your empty void that you just removed all these things, mentally, spiritually, physically, or emotionally. And each step you take, make sure it's 
asking yourself, does this make me happy? By doing this, you will only and should only make choices that bring you happiness from here on out as best as you can. This will only bring you into the progressional states of positivity, bringing in positive that once was maybe negative or neutral. By bringing in happiness and positive choices and only things that bring you happiness, it does sound selfish because it is. You're loving yourself. Be kind, be patient, be understanding. But most of all, without our happiness, we can't fully be the best of our ability in the everyday life for others. If our energy is low, if we're not feeling great, these play a participation in who we are. For me, when it came to my personal life and my journey, I used to be, I talk about this as, there was spiritual Joe. That was me in 2018 and before. And in 2018 to 19, I began my own growth and evolution, my spiritual journey, soul awakening, whatever you want to call it, my journey. Everyone has their own experience. But through that, I understood even through the loss of a loved one and pain can bring you so much understanding through life of the struggle we go through. And if you can understand your mind, energy and the love, intentional energy, relationship, we give that to someone. And the goal is really not to, and I'll get to that in a minute, we give that to someone. And when we lose them and they pass away, we don't have that to give to them. And that brings in sadness. It brings in a lower vibration, but it brings you low. And we're not happy. We're not content. And this was a breaking point for me because it got to the point of me putting myself first, finding myself, making decisions, fighting for what I want, enjoying for what I love doing, finding myself. This brought me to a low into a positive. It was not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. It's much easier to talk about it but to show you the understanding by having hope, having faith, being grateful, these are aspects that will also help you progress by letting go of the old to bring in the new. They also say that you must lose yourself to find yourself. Duality, polarity, duality, yin and yang, you must lose yourself and find yourself. These are tools to help you on your daily life, to think about things, to help you progress with your happiness, with your choices, with understanding. You don't have to take out a notebook and do some graphs and stuff. Just ask yourself, what am I doing for this, for that? Some people talk about how people are just meant to be a part of our lives to give and take, or previously not being aware of it. But truthfully, my belief is that we all have a participation in each other's lives one way or another for a reason. And there's still trade one for the other. Without people, without situations, we aren't progressing. We aren't learning. And even though there might be a give and take and there's scenarios that you may have gone through that aren't great, there's people involved that might have brought you down and ex-girlfriends or boyfriends, whatever it may be. However, without people helping us to see what we have learned about ourselves, what we didn't like, what we liked. There is no progress. So remember, we all have something to give into this world. 
And if you can use your intentional energy to bring in positive mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, you can bring that into others' lives. What we do physically, verbally, there's karma. Karma is not just a negative, it's also a positive. We hear people talk about karma in the sense of, oh, they're going to get it. They're going to get it. The karma will take care of it. Honestly, they can get positivity too. And it's all based on our own choices. Your choice, my choice. Karma. What we put out into the world, what we speak into the world, what we feel, what we say about ourselves, especially if we're thinking negative and saying, I don't know, maybe, I'll try. That's not positive. That's not, no, not positive. No one's be like, I don't know. I'm going to enjoy my day, I guess so. It doesn't sound great, right? By affirmations, positivity, thinking good thoughts, the practice of letting go to bring in a new isn't just going to help with your progress, especially with the gym. If you think about it, many people are like, I'm going to go to the gym. What are you doing it for? What are you letting go of? What is the reason why you want to go to the gym? What's mentally, spiritually, emotionally bothering you? Where is the trade-off? What's going to help you progress on a realistic level? And be kind to yourself. I want to do this number to that number. Make it realistic. This will help you utilize these tools with all the topics I'm going to be going through to help you manifest your reality and see it come through. We all talk about manifesting our reality in the sense of money, love, and can go on many different topics right away that we all think of. We want the money. You can be as abundant as you want. You can be as less abundant as you want. You can be mediocrely abundant. If you want to have just a little bit of money just to just live, whatever you want. It's not for anyone to judge you. As long as you're a positive person, the negative things will bring you down. In manifesting, this is a key beginning to learning about duality, energy, but most of all, your environment, physically and mentally. I remember going through my journey as well, and I had met someone who is still an awesome individual today in my area. His name is Sacred Owl. I had met him when I was younger, and it was at a house party for someone's birthday. wasn't wasn't one of those drinking nights. It was one of the daytime, and they brought a psychic. And Sacred Owl is more than just a psychic, but he was there. And I had to be about 16. And we're sitting there with him, and he was telling me things about my future, which I know are coming in still to this day. And he mentioned also about a time where I'm going to need to find someone like him or someone will find me. And I went through this experience where years later, which is just this past year, 2019, 2018, where I went through this feeling of what I went to is the matrix or different dimensional experience. And this is where we understand that there's a disconnect. And we go through ascension and soul awakening, and it just wakes us up in a different way. And I was kind of freaking out. I was lost. It was just an experience. I was not on any drugs. Anyone know? I'll do that. And I called him. I said, hey, I don't know if you remember me. And that reading he gave me, he said, yeah, no, I remember you. So I'm going to need that um, conversation now, need help. And when he talked to me about removing the old, I didn't really get it at that time. I understood it, but I didn't fully grasp it. Now, he had told me, get rid of everything. Everything is just energy. You're a different person now. Create your new environment. And I didn't understand it, but I did. I felt weird. I felt like a new person. And ultimately... We become a new evolution of who we are. 
but I didn't want to let go. And quite honestly, learning more and accepting more, there's still things I haven't let go. And I want you to know that because I'm just another person in the world. I can still know and understand tools, but we're human. We still have emotional connection and ties. That's a whole other topic. We'll get to that one day. By removing everything that no longer pertains to you, you're accepting, you're making peace, and you're grateful for what it was. You're not holding on to anything. You're able to give it back to the world. This is bringing out more, more choices, more things that can happen. Every choice we make has a ripple effect on different doors that close and open. You never know what you might give away or sell to someone that might enjoy it even more. You're passing that down through the universe. But by making a clean slate is where the point was with that for your room, your living space, is able to start off with all new energies. So for your 2020 and the beginning of this year, be real with yourself. Be cool with yourself. Sit down. Look at yourself in the mirror if you want. Or write in a journal. Tell yourself how awesome you are, how ready for this 2020 you are, what you want to do in progress. But most of all, start with steps that you feel right with internally. If you feel like getting rid of things, if you feel like change and moving, look into it step by step and start to ask yourself, if there's any doubts or worries, why? If it's the unknown, what could happen, stay positive because it's only holding you back from what you want and the reality you're creating. My name is Joe, and I'm a millennial's third eye. I'm on Facebook. I am on Blog Talk Radio. We're on iTunes. I'm also on YouTube. I'm going to be talking in the second episode about filling that void, how to go about it, what to substitute that empty spot that you just cleared for, how to make the right choices besides just looking for happiness. It's difficult because we don't automatically know why things happen to bring us sadness. Before I finish this episode, I want to share a story that I really like because it was an understanding concept of what this person was going through. This is another awesome individual. Love you out there. Thank you for letting me talk about this. She had kids that went to college. So by taking care of your kids as a, as a parent, it's occupying, it's responsibilities. However, at times... She realized once they went away to college, she wasn't doing as much, but she didn't notice it. She didn't know what to do with her time, and she became sad. The sadness kind of spiraled and brought into just depression. And I had told her, I said, look, you noticed that this was where your love was. You were taking care of responsibilities. But notice that you didn't substitute it for anything, for your time, your energy, your happiness. So it can be easily noticed and talked about. However, it's another to put it into practice and actually mindfully notice who we are and how we think differently. On the second episode tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to be talking about filling the void and what choices to make and how to do it in a positive manner, how to find your happiness, how to find your gifts, how to find who you are through that aspect. Understanding karma a little bit more and energy as always and the metaphysical plane. If you're unaware of what the metaphysical plane is, real quick, just think about it. This is my own definition. Spiritual science. 
talks about psychology, talks about philosophy, talks about as above, so below, a little bit of alchemy. Alchemy is essentially turning things, a negative into a positive, and all things positive. What do you take with that? Because everything is something learned to share with the world. I want to thank everyone for following me for the past year. We just did the anniversary episode as well. It was awesome. Uh, me and Maria, my friend Maria, she had helped me through the beginning, motivated me. She's like, don't stop, keep going. And awesome individual. So appreciate who's around you. I appreciate everyone for following me on Facebook, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes. If you're ever interested, I do live mini readings on Facebook. So keep in touch with that. Follow the page. And here, I'm going to be planning on doing more morning episodes to look forward to. Feel free to write me a message. I respond. I'm a cool individual. Just another, another, uh, another person in the world. I love you guys. Thank you so much. See you tomorrow.